Welcome to Preparing for the Unexpected with Alex Fullick. People, organizations, and communities need to prepare for and respond to natural and man-made disasters in a timely manner and in the most effective way possible. Our program examines what is being done before, during, and after a disaster and those unexpected events to keep you in the know. Disasters can happen to anyone. The question is, when will it happen to you? Now, here is your host, business continuity and disaster planning expert, Alex Fullick. Welcome to another episode of Preparing for the Unexpected. I'm your host, Alex Fullick, and as always, we like to talk about things related to resilience, business continuity, emergency management, crisis management, anything that helps you, your organization, or your community prepare for, respond to, and overcome adverse situations. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please feel free. You can find me on LinkedIn. I am the only Alex Fullick there. I'm really easy to find, and I do respond to everything I get. Today, uh, as you all know, I love to read. And in the most recent edition of the DRI Canada True North Resilience magazine, there's an article uh, by today's guest on situational awareness. And since I uh, really pay attention to a lot of the self-awareness and situational awareness uh, topics, I knew I had to get the author of that article here today. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Michael White. Michael, welcome to the show. Alex, thank you so much uh, for having me here today. It's uh, it's a great opportunity. Um, I look forward to our, uh, to our discussion. Well, I'm looking forward to it too, because this is a topic I really enjoy myself. And uh, now I know we've uh, chatted before the show, and I know your bio is in the magazine as well, and gone back and forth on uh, LinkedIn, but could you take a minute or two and tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how you got into what you do? Absolutely. Uh, The short story about how I got into what I do is I sort of stumbled into it. How's that for a uh, (laughs) a real brief? Uh, The the career path started out, in all honesty, um, looking to get into public policing. And um, through education and other opportunities, um, I found myself thrusted into the public, uh, the public environment, sorry, the private environment where, uh, my career really essentially started off in a theme park, uh, of all places, a theme park. And I was in the, uh, safety and loss prevention department of this theme park and, uh, through opportunity and hard work and all that stuff. Um, I got heavily involved in, uh, the crowd management, um, sector or crowd management aspect of doing different events and and uh, managing the movement of people and this is really um that part of my career was really where it thrusted me into you know becoming more aware if you will of situational awareness because i needed to understand uh essentially need to understand where people wanted to go and what people wanted to do but all the while wanting to do what i wanted them to do uh as in you know lining up and moving uh to different places uh so that's where it really got this topic started in my career but my career has um gone through um different different uh points where um you know i'm by trade if you will a forensic security and risk management consultant and it sounds so, uh, I always say it sounds so fancy. And what it really is, is where I'm digging into um, security concerns and security situations for clients. Um, and I'm digging and finding the root of that concern. So why do we always have, you know, as a quick example, why do we always have doors open? Well, is it because of a faulty doors or is it, or is it really about education and awareness right down to the staff level? Mm-hmm. So there's different ways we get into that. Um, and that's just, a, again, a very basic example. But my my career has led me into uh, critical infrastructure, uh, large property management firms, healthcare, uh, education, uh, the energy sector, um, uh, large uh, net worth uh, individuals, um, and understanding um, how they want to use their environments and how they want to interact with their environments and putting a security lens um, to that and a risk management lens to that and uh, helping them either um, find their 
balance with security and what they want to do uh, or raising the security posture uh, to mitigate uh, risk. Well, welcome to the show and congratulations on the article. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was uh, it's a great opportunity. Uh, and, you know, I I, uh, you know, I applaud um, all the business continuity professionals out there, because as we you know spoke just briefly off camera, you know, we talked about the pandemic and we talked about uh, uh, those things of those of that nature. And during that time frame, business continuity professionals were extremely busy. Mm. Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the article title is Situational Awareness is Not Just for Business Continuity Professionals. So my question for you right off the bat, for everyone watching and listening, what is situational awareness? Wow. You know, that's a, that's a, it can be a very deep question because we can really, but I, I always like to just say it is truly a mindset. Um, situational awareness is really about where your head's at, right? So it's really about understanding where you are, understanding what's around you, understanding what's happening, who's there, uh, what are the things available to you, what are the spaces available to you, what are the ins and outs, right? And it's and that feeds into again your understanding of your immediate space, wherever you might be. Could be at home, could be at work, could be out shopping, um, could be at the movies. But understanding where you are and then taking all that information and then understanding um, or putting together a decision kind of a decision matrix. What am I going to do next if? And and there's one interesting thing, and I'm sure we're going to get into it to it later. But, you know, situational awareness takes um, education and it takes practice and practice mm -hmm. to me is the heavier load in becoming a, a, a you know, better situationally aware as an individual, um, because if you don't practice it, you just it just doesn't. It's not going to come natural to you. Right. It, it reminds me you gave some examples there of knowing what's around you, where you are, et cetera, et cetera. It kind of reminds me of some of the uh, uh, spy movies, you know, where you've always got the lead character. Uh, she always knows where she is. She she sees things nobody else sees, but knows exactly what's going on around her. So. Is is situational awareness the same or different than self-awareness? Uh, I would say um, there's a bit of a blend, really, um, because the self-awareness piece in situational awareness is understanding your limitations, right? I mean, we're not all James Bond. We're not all right. As you point out, you know, the, the character in the movie, we're not we're not going into those situations on an everyday level at, at work. Um, yeah, there is situational uh, awareness type training for those types of individuals in, in police, uh, in the police industry, in law enforcement, in, in military, et cetera, uh, or the, well, go to the spy agencies. Um, but there's the situational awareness for, for the everyday person. Um, every day, you know, I'll give you an example, a real quick example. We practice, most of us listening here today, uh, practice situational awareness unknowingly, unconsciously. Mm -hmm. You uh, have left for work, keys in hand, coffee in hand, you get in your car. And now you are driving down the street and you need to take in your entire environment because you need to take a drink of that coffee. And you need to understand, am I going to be able to make that yellow light without spilling my coffee? And is there any other traffic coming? So we need to understand what the environment is so I can get that coffee into me because it's too early in the morning. I got to get to work. But the coffee is the important part. But what are the other factors that are stopping me from having that coffee? And what are the other factors that are helping me to have that coffee? Right. So there's just little little things like that that put it back to, wait a minute, I do that every day. I, I drive yeah. to work. I I don't want to hit bumps. I don't want to hit another car or a pedestrian. So I have to look at my environment and understand all the information so I can have my coffee. I use almost the same kind of example when uh, sometimes I'm explaining business continuity. and say, you, you do it every day. No, I don't. Well, yeah, you do. If you get in your car, you're driving down the street, and you find there's an accident or the street's blocked off, your continuity plan is, you know, 
going around that, uh, you know, finding different streets to go around that accident or that closure. Uh, it's that that's your continuity plan. You're doing Absol- it today, whether you know it or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's all these things that are out there that people go, oh, I don't you know, like yeah. James, you know, James Bond knows uh, he can hear that. He can see this. He can anticipate. Well, so do you. You anticipate the yellow light. Mm-hmm. You anticipate the red light. You see the action. You know, now you go to Google Maps and you see the reroute of a different alternative route. So you planned yeah. and you've taken that information and you've made you've now taken that information to make uh, informed decisions. Right, informed decisions about what you're going to do next. So, my next question for you then is: How does situational awareness um, enhance our own personal safety? Uh, we'll we'll just use our own personal safety sure, security right sure. now, and then we'll talk about how that it helps in the office. But how does it help us? Well, you know, it's 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 funny because it's sort of uh, both business and personal are very similar. Um, but on a personal level, um, it does enhance your safety because it enhances um, your decision making. It enhances your ability to uh, take in information. The more and more you, again, we'll go back to the more and more you practice it, um, the more you get in tune. And this goes back to your your point about self awareness. You know, understanding how you take in information, understanding your perception of information, because. A lot of times we go into environments and we already have our own biases. We already have our own perceptions, right? There's a phrase out there is perception is reality. What your perception is, is your reality. And one of the things about situational awareness is sometimes, uh, in most cases, actually, you have to set aside your personal biases, set aside your personal perceptions of an environment to best understand and best take in the information that is there. So then you can then make um, an informed decision based on information that it, and what you're seeing, what you're taking in and understanding of what is transpiring. And once you start practicing this and once you start doing this uh, as an individual, um, you can actually start, believe it or not, you can actually start predicting behavior. You can actually start predicting Okay, if this happens, this is what I do. This happens, this is what I do. And so when it does happen, when something does happen, part of this is the unfortunate part of of the situational awareness and why um, I think individuals need to be situationally aware and why, you know, there are training courses out there and all this stuff is unfortunately, um, bad things still happen. Plain and simple. Um, Whether it's... um, a natural uh, event, um, you know, forest fires, floods, all that stuff, providing that caused by uh, human intervention. But then there's also the dangerous stuff of, you know, uh, there's active attacker situations, there's robberies that occur, um, there's assaults that occur, there's all these things that are, um, you know, human created and caused that people need to be aware of their surroundings so that they can get out they can be aware of that and understand what they need to do next um so for me um you know one of the the primary things that situational awareness does for people is that it enhances their their safety um you know and being able to again practice that uh practice what you see practice what you and don't put your own personal filters on it um it will help you in your decision making because now you have a different way of looking at things. You have a different way of taking information. Um, so that decision-making process becomes heightened, sharpened. Um, and then that helps with that whole, okay, so this is what I'm going to do next. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, this is where I'm going to go. Um, and the other benefit of this is the communication element. You've practiced You've you've honed your decision making skills. Now you get to communicate that information because Alex and I are out somewhere together. I see something going on. I can now communicate better with Alex with a little bit more precision as to what we're gonna do, what I'm seeing. You know, let's just it's time to leave. We're gonna you know let's pay our bill. Time to leave. Uh, I don't think I don't think we want to be here for what I think is going to happen next. Um, 
because why why do we want to be right we don't we don't want to be harmed we don't want to get in harm's way um so if it if it means our our safe removal we we safely remove ourselves i've got a couple of questions for you one yeah. mentioned the the biases yes and, and you know set them aside what was if we've got biases when we are looking around you know our, our situation how do you turn those biases off or even identify that you even have a bias to be yeah. able to understand you, the, the situation and your surrounding? Yeah, uh, good question. And a very challenging thing to do for many, many people. Mm. Um, it's so let's, let's give you an example. Um, and unfortunately these things are, uh, these examples are also based on true, true situations. It's Friday night going to the movies what could happen we're going to go to the movies we're going to get a large popcorn we're going to we're going to sit in you know those motion seats and we're going to as we're going along watching the movie popcorn's going to be flying everywhere <laughs> but unfortunately we've had um we've had real life experiences and situations happen where um after active attacker situations have happened in in movie theaters uh uh, people have come in and injured those, um, you know, in the theater. Do I think if you are situationally aware, that's going to completely 100%, um, you know, negate any harm to you? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but I think there is advantages to um, being aware of uh, people coming in and going. Um, you know, it's odd that you know, it's it's the uh, it's forty degrees outside, forty degrees Celsius, and a hundred and something for uh, our Fahrenheit uh, viewers. And somebody's wearing a winter coat and long pants and a hat, and so uh, you know, I, I not to um, you know put somebody in a pigeonhole, but you know, it's, I'm going to be a little bit more curious as to why. It's 40 degrees outside and somebody, what, why? Yeah. Just simple, just a simple why question. And I might want to keep my, you know, my eyes and my ears a little bit more open um, as to why this individual um, is that. There's all kinds of different reasons. And again, I'm not trying to um, be biased to anybody. I just want to understand, okay, what does that mean for my environment when someone's, when someone's doing that? When all of a sudden I'm in an environment and... 30 people go running past and they're screaming. There's some immediate understanding I need to have about what that situation means. It could just mean they just saw their favorite celebrity at the other end of that hallway and they're all just running towards them, right? Maybe I just walked into a, a Comic-Con situation and I didn't realize it. But I also might have just walked into uh, some other dangerous situation. And those people know about it, and I have not yet learned about it. So I need to understand, perhaps even at a quicker pace, uh, what is happening. And again, I go back to, you know, getting the education in situational awareness and the practice, 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 practice. Um, there's a there's a phrase out there um, in the situational awareness world. It's, um, you know, uh, the body the body won't go where the mind hasn't been and what that really means is again going back to your practicing right okay here i am at this restaurant if the fire alarm was to go off how am i getting out so when you sit down you you sort of look around and go okay there's my exit there there's my exit there if i had to i could go around the back of the bar into the into the back room and out of back exit no word of a lie i actually do that a lot of people do that. I and it, do that. Yeah, a lot of people do that, and they don't realize or they don't appreciate they're becoming they they are being situationally aware because they need to understand their surroundings. I had a mentor many years ago who who told me, and I won't say his name just because this is a. Anyways, he was who am I going to run over on my way out? Because I need to get that exit. So am I running over? Well, no. There's three three large men over there that are really big and burly and whatever. And there's a table of 
maybe it's a baseball team of sorts sitting there. Okay, I might have a chance going through that table on my way out. But it's being understanding where am I going? How do I exit? Yeah, I, I, I do that exact same thing. And I cannot sit in a restaurant with my back to you know the, the rest of the restaurant. I have to be able to see what's going on. Otherwise, I, I feel anxious and nervous because I don't I can't figure out my situation. Where where am I? What's going yeah. on? I can't figure that out if my back is to everything. I, I know I know some friends have gone, you're, you know, there's something wrong with you. I was like, no, I know what's going on. I need to know what's happening. And that's just the way I am. You know, I've always been that way. Yeah. And absolutely. And Alex, <laughs> and, then, and it's those situations, but all of a sudden the fire alarm, we'll just use the fire alarm as an example. Hopefully nothing worse than that happens. Not to say that that's not a bad situation as it is, but your friends sitting there at the table are going to go, they're going to look to you and go, okay, how are we getting out? Why? Because Alex has already put his mind where he sees he's going to be going, right? The body's not going to go where the mind hasn't been. So if yeah. you've practiced it in your head that I'm going to get up, we're going to that table, we're hanging a right, we're going down the hallway, the fire exit is right there. When it comes time, you already see that door. In your eyes, in your mind's eye, right? You already see the door. There's no practice that needs to be done anymore because you've already practiced it over and over and over and over and over in your head. You're getting to that door. Yeah. And that, that goes along with situational awareness, right? We understand the environment we're in. We can then make better decisions. We know what decisions we have to make. One of the, one of the neat things about that decision-making process is doing different scenarios, right? Different decision-making. And after a while, you go, you know, I've gone through X amount of scenarios. I've got five decisions. Mm, my top three are not my best ones. I'm going with decision four and five. And there's only maybe a slight element of change that would make me go either with four or five. So it's 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 that kind of uh, practice that gets you into it and gets you and makes you a safer it makes you a safer individual when. The, that unfortunate situation uh, comes along. And, you know, you, you bring it up about, you know, you're that guy that's, you know, in the restaurant. Okay. I got to, where's everything situated? I want to know. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. I do it all the time myself. Um, it's just because of the, the career, the career and situations I've been in. Um, and I think, you know, it not only makes you a safer person, but it also, again, the friends you were with at the restaurant, the group that's going to gravitate to you, you are spreading that safety awareness. You're spreading that information because, again, I'm understanding my environment. I'm making better decisions and I'm communicating better based on my practice. And all just around. To add, just to add one little piece and then we're going to take a break. Um, the other reason why I uh, also do that in a restaurant especially as i used to be in that industry for many many years in you know a very long previous life ago and uh you know i would be in a restaurant and friends would go oh the service is slow blah 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 what's going on but because of the situational awareness and watching what's going on and say no it's not slow i said they've given our server a table on the other side of the restaurant she's over there and she's over here and over there as well i said they've got her spread out all over the place it's difficult so it's taking her longer to get to things and people are like oh oh okay you know and then they instead they don't get upset about any kind of slow service and they understand what's going on and now they understand the situation but you have just again You've comprehended your environment. You've understood the information that you're seeing. You've been able to piece it together. And again, of course, with your background, with the experience that you had in that environment, that absolutely added to it. But you took in what you were seeing. Yeah. And that, that, gave you, that gave you a decision, you know, making point. And then you were able to communicate it, yeah. right? To a point that people went, oh, I get that. That totally makes sense. Our yeah. appetizers are going to be cold, but I totally make sense. <laughs> yeah. So any anybody who goes to a restaurant with me, you know what to expect now. <laughs> mm -hmm.
On that note, we've come to the end of our first segment. We are talking with Michael White today, the author of Situational Awareness uh, for, sorry, Situational Awareness is not just for business continuity professionals and the True North Resilience Magazine from DRI Canada. And we will be right back. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. How do you cultivate braver, more daring leaders? And how do you embed the value of courage in your culture? How do you take charge of your life and achieve your goals and bring about positive changes that propel you forward? On The Leader's Edge, join your hosts, Steve and Ernie, as they bring a mix of insights in personal and leadership growth that shapes your culture and the culture around you. Lean in and learn intentionally how to accelerate into your next best life. Tune into The Leader's Edge with Ernalita DeCumos and Steve Steele, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Challenges in the workplace and within teams are only increasing as companies struggle to transition to a post-COVID-19 remote work situation. These unstable times have stretched companies and their leaders beyond their capacity, and they do not know how to maintain a balance of authority, empathy, compassion, and assertiveness toward their coworkers, much less continue their own career trajectory. Leading with Intention with Monique Dagneau offers support, encouragement, and tools to help corporate leaders address their personal shortcomings and emerge from these unprecedented times as well-rounded, self-assured leaders. Leading with Intention, Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Tune in each week for the Labenthal Report with hosts Dominic Tavella and Michael Hartzman. The Labenthal Report keeps you in tune with market conditions, investment opportunities, and outlooks based on the stories and headlines to keep you in touch with your financial success. Are you picking the right financial path? Find out by listening to The Labenthal Report live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Tune in for And Security for All, hosted by Kim Hakem. Each week, we look into a different aspect of cybersecurity, which is important to know for anyone who is involved with the Internet daily, which is probably all of us. We take the technical jargon and make it easier to understand while helping you to identify weaknesses and issues in your own cybersecurity and fix them now. And Security for All is broadcast live every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Preparing for the Unexpected with Alex Fullen. Email your questions to info at stone-road.com. Again, that's I-N-F-O at stone-road.com. Now back to Preparing for the Unexpected. Welcome back. Today we are talking with Michael White, the author of Situational Awareness in the latest edition of the True North uh, North Resilience magazine from DRI Canada. 
Michael, great first segment. Lots of uh, interesting information there. There was something that you mentioned about three or four times now, and I want to ask you this question. Practice, practice, practice. That's what you've said. What is that and what does that entail? Yeah, it's uh, there's no deep, dark secret to this. Um, this is what I this is what I first tell people when they're wanting to become more situationally aware. And it's about practice. Go somewhere. Sit down. And we've heard this before. People watch. Mm. Sit down, look at the environment and just take in what is happening, what you're seeing and try to. um well, part of it, again, when it, as I said before, once you really start getting into that uh, understanding your environment and making decisions, you start to predict. But at first, just go and absorb the environment. Look at what uh, might be, we'll call um, the normal users of that space might be doing. And then those other individuals that are using the space differently. And maybe understand why they're using it differently. And there may not be any reason or bad reason why they're using it differently. They're just using it differently. But that feeds into now your information bank about going back to that same space at a later date and understanding, okay, there's how people use the space this way. And there are other times when people use it differently. But the practice is really about just being uh in a space and understanding what that space does what is it meant to be what is it uh what are the users are going to be in that space and understanding how you now fit in that space because you might be the element that i don't normally go to these spaces now i'm not suggesting that when you're practicing that you are going to put yourself in a uh, harm's way not at all um far from it um, but I want you to go out and it could be as simple as, again, going to the movies. It could be as simple as being at a friend's birthday party and you have all these other people that you've never met all in this now common space that you've all interacted with. Maybe it's your friend's birthday. You've all interacted at this space with your friend, but you've never interacted with these other 20, 30, 40, 50 people in this space. And they're all going to, we'll go back to perception, they're all going to perceive that this space is used 20, 30, 40, 50 different ways. So now the task is for you to take that in. Just sit back, watch how that space is being used. Some people are going to use it for certain ways. Some people are going to use it in different ways. You might, you might take your own perceptions and go, I wouldn't use the space that way. Mm. But the practice part is, again, to start taking off those layers of your own perception and just understanding how that space is being used and taking in that information and how it's now going to inform and form your decision making. And what are you going to do next? Right. Again, I said practice in my head. OK, I've got 20, 30, 40, 50 people here. The what if let's play the what if game. What if we all had to leave this space? Uh, quickly how are we getting out what do i need to do what do we need to do as a group how do i best communicate that to myself to the other individuals around me or maybe to the larger group as a whole but it's it's really just about um people watching and environment watching and when i also say environment watching you could go to environments where there's absolutely nobody there environments do things when there are no people there and it's understanding what that environment does when nobody else is there uh, you know fortunate or unfortunate when the pandemic came through and we closed down a lot of places there was a lot of spaces that existed and continued to exist without people being there right more animal life came in more growth happened or you know more weeds happened and, and and it's understanding how that space interacted without anybody. And then how does it interact now with people being in it? Vehicles going by it, vehicles going through it, whatever. Construction happening. Uh, but that's the practice. The practice is just actually getting yourself out in 
people watch environment watch and um just really take that information in and then go back and visit it at different times again i'm not saying you go and put yourself in a harm's way please always practice with safety in mind um because that's that's paramount well let's take um, some of the the thread that you just touched on how do we get that into the workplace now because yeah you're you, you're uh you're uh, introduction you mentioned you, know, you work in sec- have worked in security so how do we take this situational awareness and put it now into the work environment yeah absolutely so again it's it's it goes back to those basic right understanding understanding the space you're within understanding the information that you can take in because what that's going to do in a workplace is it's going to enhance the safety of the workplace because now people are more understanding and they can see the environment differently because we go into our workspaces for those who, uh, well, everybody, whether you're working at home or uh, having to go to an office space or factory space, whatever that workspace might be, you become complacent. You become complacent mm. with the environment you're going into. And the idea is, again, let's peel back those perception layers and be able to take in the information about what is actually happening in the environment and how is that going to affect me or affect others um, and when it becomes down to um, understanding the environment, it increases, again, it increases safety, increases uh, better decision making when it comes to safety. It becomes, um, and with that, you now have the benefit of efficiency because now I'm seeing it differently. I might see a different way to do something that increases safety, increases proficiency. And we, you don't need to be a business major to understand. Increasing, increasing efficiency and, and enhancing safety is going to reduce costs. Overall, costs for the business are going to go down. Um, and that's just, not to belittle it, but that's simple math, right? That's that, right. And again, when we enhance safety, improve efficiencies, reduce costs, we're doing that with, again, going back to some of the pillar parts of this whole thing, communication. We're improving the communication to say, hey, we can do this to change the efficiency. This is going to make this a lot more safer. This is going to do this. And someone somewhere in a back office called, we just saved a bunch of money because there's no injuries on the site. They've found a better way of doing it. Um, and that's all because we've now created a greater situationally aware environment of what's going on and what we all need to do together. And Does that also help with working with other people? Because you have, to read, you have to read people too. If you're in a meeting or even online, you know, someone's got a frown or, you know, they're hunched over, not paying attention, whatever the case may be. If you're practicing situational awareness, then it should help develop uh, stronger business relationships or, or working relationships, I should say, not just business. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Again, that's that whole people watching, right? You're understanding how people are reacting or acting in the environment. So you're right. You're sitting at a boardroom table with a bunch of hunched over people. It's like, what happened just happened in this room? (laughs) (laughs) Did they all just receive bad news or they all have bad news to give? Um, What is what's the situation? Right. Again, that flip flops between uh, the whole personal and business. Right understanding what people are exhibiting in their body language and, and, and knowing how you actually exhibit your body language and how you exhibit, you know, I'm excited. I'm afraid I'm, I'm happy. Other people, there's many, many different, many emotions out there that are, you know, for one person on this, it's the exact same thing, right? The smile, the smile is universal. Um, Feeling sad, showing anger, there are all similarities in everybody that's, that's walking on this planet. Um, yeah, there are people that can mask it and hide it very well, but you're looking for those things to understand what, why is this environment affecting them the way it is, and how does that, how does that play in for me, and what should I be aware of in my environment? Um, and yeah, it helps you online when you're doing communications online, when we're having a conversation uh, in, in an environment like this. You know, we're looking at each other and understanding how my responses and your questions and how we're feeding back and forth from each other. How does that, you know, all entail for the environment? Um, Kids going to school, university, high school, how are they getting back and forth to school safely, right? Becoming aware of their environment as they go there back and forth. Being aware of what's going on in the classroom. Being aware when you're going shopping. Again, I go back to 
having coffee in the morning, driving to work, and and am I going to be able to finish my coffee on my drive in, and, and and understanding the information that is being I'm being bombarded. You're being bombarded with information all the time. Yeah, it's understanding yeah. what information you need to now know. Again, peeling back your own perceptions of what what that really is, uh, and and taking that information and making good decisions, uh, communicating it, and then, of course, as we've said and as you've already pointed out, practice, 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 um, to get it and do it, you do it effectively. In your article, you also talk about some cons. So are there negative things we should be aware of? Um, overthinking, overanalyzing, you know, paranoia, even? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things it's, um, I want to say that, you know, when you're learning situational awareness, and, and we already pointed out about the whole self-awareness, um, also comes a little humility, right? Um, and we joked about it at the beginning, but being situation aware does not make you James Bond. Uh, it does not mean uh, you're going to be able to get yourself out of a split second situation. And, and as we all know, you're supposed to cut the red wire. Um, that's not what situational awareness is going to do for you. That's not what it's meant for. Um, so understanding that you're not invincible Um and you're not going to be a superhero because of your situationally aware. Um, so yes, people get, um, they overthink it. Um, they over try to overanalyze all the information that they're, that they're seeing. And again, that overanalyze um, analysis then starts feeding backwards into your own perceptions. Mm -hmm. And that's what we don't want. We don't want you to be clouded, um, by your own perceptions. And one of the other problems that happens is, when you're overthinking and you're overanalyzing um, and you're thinking that you're James Bond, you get this false sense of security, false sense of safety um, because you've reclouded, um, added layers of perception back on. Um, and that's where uh, the information you're receiving, you're not using it properly. You're not thinking it through. You're not analyzing that information. And then whatever actions you're going to take, unfortunately could lead into a unsafe um, situation for yourself and cause harm. And that's, that's not what, where you want to be. So, oh, if, if I understand correctly, overthinking could actually lead you in the same direction as not being situational. Away. That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because you've now you've, you've negated all this because you've, layered and layered and layered and then you've you've thought well what about this what about this and you've really started thinking too deeply into it and again um you 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 your mind starts to bring back those perceptions that you've already peeled back and unfortunately you start laying on your own perceptions again um of what you know what you believe what you've seen and and unfortunately there have been some cases and again this is not all the time but there have been some cases where people start bringing into Oh, you know, well, this is what James Bond, this is what I saw in the movies. This is what I saw on television. Uh, this is how they reported it, you know, in the news. Again, these are all feeding into those perceptions. And mm -hmm. you need to peel back those perceptions to, to truly understand the information being presented. You also talk about um, how situational awareness can be applied on a daily basis specifically things like high school, colleges, and universities. Can you uh, expand on that a little bit? Because I think this is kind of an important piece, considering, unfortunately, some of the things we're seeing in the news these days. Yeah, they are They are a bunch of unfortunate things. You know, we touched, we talked about, um, you know, the movie theaters uh, previously. We talked about going to the store. Um, and, and, and high schools, high schools and grade schools, um, colleges, universities, um, you know, there are, situations that have happened in all of those environments that have been very similar and very tragic. Um, and again, uh, I don't want to uh, give any perception uh, as we try to stay away from that, um, that, you know, situational awareness is going to, um, you know, mitigate all those risks uh, to you in those environments. But what it will do is, again, you know, the students walking to, walking to school, walking to class within within the hallways, of those environments, understanding 
what the normal use of those spaces are, what the intended use of those spaces are, what is actually currently happening in those spaces. I traverse through it and, and being able to understand where you are in that space. And, you know, if it's a matter of how do I, you know, if I needed to get out of that space, how am I going to do it? Then figure it out, learn, learn the space, know where my exits are, know what uh, usually happens in this space and what doesn't normally happen in this space and 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 practice that decision making uh you know in your head to uh know that in a situation you're gonna you're gonna you know uh do the right thing and be able to get yourself out of harm's way um you know and this goes to you know concerts at schools or concerts that you're going to go to in general right festivals um large events we talk about the friend's birthday party whatever that situation is right the everyday th- coffee drinking in the morning, going into my car, uh, you know, every day. And most people, and, and you know, we, we talked about this, most people unknowingly um, practice situational awareness. They just don't realize that they might be actually doing yeah. some of it some of the time, but they are, and they may not be doing it to the full extent and you know appreciating that they're they're collecting this information and making decisions on that but we kind of do it it, we kind of instinctively do it um some better than others and and that again comes with comes with practice um as long as we practice and practice and practice right do i think we're going to become perfect no but I, I do think we just need to, if you know, the more and more you practice and and the better you understand and and peel back those perceptions of 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 environments and understand the information that you're you're soaking in and how to that how that helps you inform decision making and helps you form your reaction to an adverse event uh, that could happen. Um, Right. Again, this starts feeding into that predictability. You can start to go, okay, right. I think this is, this is a priming to, there's going to be an argument over there. Um, I could just see how people are gathering. You can start hearing the voices starting to get raised. Maybe I don't want to go walking over there. Maybe I'm going to cross the street. Maybe. And again, that's high school environment, right? College environment, university environment, shopping mall, restaurants, yeah. Unfortunately, family functions, uh, friends functions, right? Maybe I just want to be on the other side of the yard. Maybe I want to be on the other side of the street. Maybe I just want to get myself out of this hallway and go around the other way to get to my class. Or it's happening in front of my class. Well, doesn't look like I'm going to that class today because I don't want to try and get through that to go into that environment because I know there's only two ways out of that classroom as well. And one of them's already blocked. So I'm not going to put myself in harm's way. I see, I see the situation happening or unfolding or growing. I'm just not going to put myself in harm's way and uh, I'll take different actions. I couldn't help think uh, when you were just talking a minute there uh, ago about different situations and, and practicing uh, that sometimes it, it does take time to do because the first thing that popped into my mind were uh, my nieces sometimes who go and, you know, they're all young, they do something and you can't help but point out going, what are you doing? Look, look what you're doing, you know, because they're not aware of what's going on. And that's coming from me who can see what's going on. So it, uh, you know, it does take time, right? It's not not a quick fix. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I still think, I still think there's opportunities, even with, with, um, you know, using the example of young kids, I think there's, there's opportunities and teaching moments you know, to have discussions to say, oh, did you see, did you see that? Did you, did you understand that? What happens if we change that? Um, then what would you do? How would you, you know, play that out? And, and, and again, with high school students, it's, it's, uh, it's a people watching game. It's, it's getting to understand, um, you know, just take the time to, one of the things I do, you know, when I walk into a new environment, walk into a, a new store or walk into a restaurant. Um, sometimes the people behind me don't like it, but I walk in, I open that door and I step in that door and I pause. I stop for three, five seconds and I just look around. I want to understand what am I walking into? 
So I stop at the door. I'm looking at my environment. Okay. I'm taking inventory of what I immediately see. And I do the same thing when I'm leaving that environment because maybe that door opens out onto the street. I open the door. I take my first step out and I stop. I want to see what's going on. Okay, traffic's still moving. People are not running across the streets. Nobody's screaming and shouting. I don't see fire trucks or police cars screaming down the road. There's not an ambulance parked in front of me for some reason. Okay, I'm taking in my environment before I now put myself into that environment. Because if there is something happening, I'm going back inside. I'm finding a different way to go. I'm removing myself from that situation, whatever that might be. And it may not be even harm. It may just be, you know what? There's an ambulance sitting there and they're trying to treat somebody. I I don't want to get in their space because now I'm just going to impede the treatment of whatever's going on. So I, maybe I'm going to be that person that's going to help them saying, okay, we can't leave the restaurant right now. Everybody go and get another appetizer. Everybody, you know, maybe I'm just going to increase sales to the restaurant. But, right, it's becoming, again, situationally aware in a good sense that I'm helping them out they got a, they got a job to do and, and me walking out going whoo boy am i full <laughs> doesn't not going to help what's going on there yeah I, I think i've been one of those people who probably stopped behind you what is this guy doing <laughs> <laughs> i i, I kind of do the same thing i walk in and i start looking left to right i don't stop but i do start looking left to right all the time so michael thank you so much for uh, joining us today I really enjoyed our our talk and congratulations on the uh, article in the True North Resilience Magazine from DRI Canada. And I think uh, I think you should be able to get a copy for anyone listening or watching by going to the D, uh, DRIC Disaster Recovery Institute Canada website. I think you can subscribe or something to it. But um, this is was a, a great article. Thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Alex. I really appreciate the opportunity. I really do. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, Great to have you. And everybody watching and listening, stay prepared, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Preparing for the Unexpected. Please tune in for another edition featuring your host, Alex Bullock, next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll see you here next week.